Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Red Men News. We are back. This time we're going to round up the transfer window in its entirety a little bit. Uh, loads of interesting stories, but we are partnered up with The Athletic once again. Um, really proud to be partnering with The Athletic over the coming months and stuff as well. It is the home of the best written LFC content around the world with some of the best writers, friends of mine, friends of ours, James Pierce and Simon Hughes also write for them. Loads of, loads of things planned down the pipeline for content with those to and with other journalists who work for The Athletic. It's completely ad-free, so no ads, no annoying pop-ups, and if you want 50% off your yearly subscription to The Athletic and you want to take advantage of a 30-day free trial, then visit www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash redmennews. That's www.theathletic forward slash theathletic.co.uk forward slash red menus. Uh, for people who can't talk like me uh, and people who can't spell like me, we will put the link in the description and as a pinned comment so you can just click it so you don't have to try and say it three times wrong. Um, we're going to start off with an article from The Athletic. It's from James Pearce again, and it's titled Liverpool's Search for the Next Robbie Fowler Goes On as Bobby Duncan's Saga Ends with Move to Fiorentina. I'm joined by Ben Kelly once again. Uh, this is a really interesting one from James again, isn't it? And it, it talks a little bit about um, the move. Obviously, we know um, it's now 1.6 million um, it was 1.8 million. 1.8 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 1.6 million. And uh, listen to this. To this is really interesting, actually. Um, so it started off as a season-long loan with a 1.6 million option to buy next summer. Liverpool viewed that as tantamount to a nine-month trial which they felt was of little value to either Duncan or the football club. That was then upgraded to an obligation to buy for 1.6 if Duncan made five Serie A starts this season or 10 first-team appearances in that time. But that improved offer was dismissed out of hand on the basis that Liverpool didn't believe it was realistic that he would trigger those clauses. Uh, after the fallout last week, um, Ruby is no longer uh, was no longer acting on his behalf with Liverpool. He hasn't been sacked, though. Uh, the, his former agent, Rob Segal, head of YMU group stepped in and represented the player um, so there you go it's it's a bit of a mad deal and yeah. you know we talked about it yesterday Ben it looks like it's over but you can kind of understand why Liverpool rejected those first two offers can't yeah you? definitely I mean the, the jump from under 18's level to making five starts in Serie A come on it's almost it's almost laughable isn't it he's, he's not going to do that this season the 10 appearances might have been 
a little bit more realistic. You know, mm. if they if they look at it depends how it depends how desperate they were to, to secure him. You know, they, you can just bring him on with five minutes to go, and that counts as an appearance. So that might have been a little bit more. But the start, I mean, come on, guys, you're not gonna you're not gonna start a 17 year old kid from the off five games this season, are you? Know, it's, it's a it's a strange. This is one. the thing that really interested me. It's about how he was handled um, by his agent because. I think from from what I've read so far on the subject, it's along the lines of he wanted first-team opportunities and it felt like he was being advised that he was ready for those first-team opportunities. Mm. Yet really, like what you're saying there, Ben, he's gone from the under-18s and then his advisors are saying, you're better than the under-23s, you want you to go straight into the first team. And it seems like this is where the problems all come from, yeah. to be honest with you. There was no need to rush things for no. him. And that's why I'm disappointed about the saga in general for him. He, he, he had plenty of time. Look at Curtis Jones. Look at Rian Brewster. They're doing they're doing things the right way because they know that if they do, they're going to get under opportunities. Jurgen Klopp isn't a tough manager. He's a tough manager to please, but he's not a tough. If you do go about things the right way, then he, he's clearly open to giving young players opportunity. And I think Bobby Duncan. He's just tried to rush things. He's been told no. And whether it's him personally or the agent, they've kind of kicked off and and decided that they're better off taking the payday and moving to Fiorentina. Feels like it's mismanagement to yeah, me on definitely. his agent's behalf, and I feel sorry for Bobby Duncan who's been caught in the middle of it because he has a bright career ahead of him. Hopefully, uh, Liverpool obviously got a twenty percent release clause, uh, a sell-on clause in there as well. Uh, one of the uh, a new piece of news that has come out this morning is that Premier League clubs want to extend their transfer window back. Ben, and Liverpool are one of the clubs that want to do this. So Premier League clubs are set to end their early closure of the transfer window, with Liverpool joining forces with those who want to return to the old system of shutting at the same time as the rest of Europe. The issue will be raised at a Premier League meeting next week, and there is growing support for the early closure to be scrapped. Two years ago, club chairman voted to close the window the day before the start of the season, so that all the deals were done before the matches were played. And if you just go down a little bit further... Liverpool had voted in favour of the early closure, but it is understood they will join the two Manchester clubs, among others, in pushing strongly for a return to the original timeline and to have the same window as other major countries. You know, English clubs have kind of lost out in this, haven't they? Yeah. They, they thought that everybody was going to join in, and, and they didn't. Is. And and that's I like this concept, but as a result, we've left ourselves as as sitting ducks in the transfer window for that couple of weeks where basically look Tottenham got away with it with Christian Eriksen not going anywhere but Barcelona could have easily come in and plucked Christian Eriksen away from Tottenham and they're stuck and they can't bring in a, they can't bring in a replacement it's a great concept if everybody else does the same but I think we might have to go back with our tail between our legs here as a country and, and go back to the, to the to the end of the month I think that's right uh, on to the next story then Liverpool open talks to a, uh, for a new contract with Paul Glatzel mm. uh, he's obviously injured was it his ACL I think that he yeah, in, it's a bad in pre-season yeah. it was a bad one so it's kind of becoming the norm for Liverpool to almost offer new contracts when people are injured I know we did it with Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain but it says here on Football Insider Liverpool have opened talks of a new contract with injured centre forward Paul Glatzel 18 uh, year old is currently recovering from a cruciate knee ligament injury picked up in the pre-season friendly against Tranmere Rovers uh, I was thinking about this before we, we started and Ben I, I, I hypothesised that 
on the surface, this looks like a really good thing from Liverpool all mm. the time. You know, they're offering new contracts to lads who are injured. It will give them confidence that the club trusts in them. Yep. And it will obviously give them confidence that the injury is... Uh, you can get past it and you can become a better player, even after these serious injuries. But also, on the flip side, it got me thinking, Liverpool getting a good deal by offering contracts to injured players. Yeah. Because I, I'd imagine... Nobody's, yeah, yeah. They're not, he's not being plucked anywhere else, is he? He's not, he's not having his head turned while well, he's injured, is he? No, so, yeah. And yeah. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain probably got offered less than if he was in the first team mm. playing football. Now, admittedly, he still will have got a play yeah. rise, but he might have been offered 200 grand a week yeah. if he was still banging the goals in. It's a very smart business, I think, by Liverpool to do this. It's smart, but and, and to be honest, I mean, the, the agents and the advisors are probably aware that that's a thing, but the players, it's smart because the players still probably appreciate the Absolutely. gesture and, that, and, and they probably don't mind that. In the, they're probably being told that this is the case and, and they're, probably, they're probably still willing to... It's almost like a middle ground that everybody's happy to meet of. It probably makes negotiating contracts very easy, actually, if you think about it, because the players are happy to have their stays extended and Liverpool spend a little bit less money. So. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan Kent did complete his move to Rangers. Four-year deal, £7 million quid from Liverpool to Rangers. Steven Gerrard gets his man. Uh, mm. The deal guarantees Liverpool £6.5 million with an extra £1.5 in potential add-ons. There is also a 20% sell-on clause because the European champions in Kent has the ability to return to the Premier League in the future. Again, another deal like yeah. it feels very good all round. The Rangers get a player that they wanted. Liverpool get some dollar for him yeah. and we get that 20% sell-on. Yeah, and this, is, this for me is part of the prestige of being European champions because we could hold out for that price. We're absolutely, you know, we, 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 we had the dominant sort of... Um, position in the negotiation and that for me is the price that we wanted all along and, and we've managed to convince them into paying it and I think that's great business. Mm. Okay, so let's have a little look at what Liverpool have done. Uh, Paul Joyce tweeted yesterday that we've sold about £53 million worth of players this summer. Danny Ings to Southampton, £18 million rise into 20 That one was obviously agreed the year before, before the loan. Rafa Camacho to Sport and Lisbon, £5 million to £7 million and a 25% sell-on. George Johnson to final, three hundred and 25% sell-on. Mignolet to Bruges, £6.5 million rise into eight. Of your jury to Redden, season long loan with agreement of 3 million permanent deal rising to 3.5 and a 20% sell on. Bobby Duncan, 1.8, 20% sell on. Ken, 6.5 rising to 7.5, 20% sell on. Loans as well uh, Camille Grabara, Huddersfield, Awoni, Mind, Grujic, 2 million loan fee. Heather Berlin, Harry Wilson, Bournemouth, 2.5 million loan fee. Ojo, Woodburn, Phillips, Miller, and Allen all loaned. Uh, Liverpool seems to have done very well in getting value and sell-on clauses for the players that have left the club, and yeah. that's something that's gone on all summer long. Yeah, we we uh, look. We've praised Michael Edwards plenty of times for you know the way he manages to go about his business with the incomings, but I think this summer really to to recoup that kind of money, you know, over over fifty million quid for outgoings for players that didn't really have a future at Liverpool. I think I think it's been a fantastic summer from that perspective. Obviously, some people aren't happy with the fact that we haven't put that money in back into the squad, but I think we will. I think we will in due course. Okay, brilliant. Uh, and before we get into the comments, side, if you can get me a comment lined up, just want to shout out again The Athletic. Uh, best written coverage of Liverpool anywhere in the world. James Pearce, Simon Hughes, friends of mine, uh, amongst the writers. It is completely ad-free, no ads, no annoying pop-ups, uh, to get your 50% off your yearly subscription and a 30-day free trial visit www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash red menus well yes. done get in. absolutely now let's get the into the comments say. first of all we've got a super chat from ben prior who says <laughs> ben kelly is the best that's, 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 is this your mate no a, not at all third time he's, 
up. He's, he's put in a super chat. Is that chat what you were laughing at earlier? Yeah. yeah. So, well, thanks very much. I mean, obviously, he's given us super chats, which is great. So, thanks very much. Thank for that. Well, we had um, Michael Walker says, Does Ben Kelly pay people to come on the live chat and say how wonderful he is? <laughs> to which ben, replied, ben Pryor replied, That is not the case. Ben Kelly is just a great member of the team and so deserves lots of praise. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I, genuinely, nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. Not my alter ego. Uh, it's, it's not Ross it's that's upstairs. It's a little bit suspicious, Ben, to be honest with you. But let's get into the actual news. Is comments. it your dad? I'll stick on my CV. What is it? I don't know. I'll stick on my CV, though. Because, Fair play. Like, What's his name? Super chat. Ben Pryor. Ah, right. Okay. It's just, it's just a Ben sticking together. I understand this now, yeah. I it's understand just a Ben sticking together, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Dean COMR says, I'm glad they're both gone for their own good, to be honest. They clearly want to play. They needed to be better than Origi and Brewster, and that's a hard task in itself. Uh, Stuart Johnson on, this is on Duncan, I think, saying, I'm gutted he left, but what choice did we have? As they created the narrative that we were forcing to stay. But if he wants to leave them, let's see if he gets get, uh, gets playing time. Uh, one thing that I've just thought while we were doing this show, do you think the big stunts actually worked? Do you think Duncan would have left if they hadn't pulled that stunt? <sighs> Who knows? I think quite possibly not. I don't, yeah, I don't think he probably would. But listen, you know, James Pierce in his article for The Athletic further down, he mentioned the story of Adam Morgan. And Adam Morgan's a really interesting player. You know, he was one of those scouse lads who came up through who came up through the unders and stuff, and it didn't work out. And I think it was Brendan Rodgers that sat down with him and spoke to him about it. He's now playing in like Northern Premier League and stuff. Mm. It doesn't always work out for these players. Now, there's a big risk factor for Bobby Duncan, but it looks like right now he's backed himself. He's backed himself to go abroad, to learn a new language, probably, to, to live in another culture, 18 years old. It's going to be very, very hard for him, but he's got the talent there yeah. to do something. So, but I it, wish him all the best, I genuinely Absolutely. Do, you know? I think it's a really interesting question. So I, I don't think the move does go through. I think he sits there for a year, to be honest with you. Um, have you got another one, mate? Yeah, we've just got another super chat in from Sean Bailey to say, Chris, you sexy C-U-N-T up the red six times. <laughs> keep them coming, keep them coming. A uh, couple of things on the transfer window stuff. Uh, Paul Young says the transfer window closing early only benefited the teams at the bottom of the league who don't have any superstars attracting attention by the European giants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it. I mean, I don't know enough about their incomes and outgoings to have a, a, an opinion one way mm. or the other, but certainly, you know, you make a case and I... I, I, I I yeah. like it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement. I'm not, 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 not much more to add. Any more, co any more comments? Um, any more super chats? Tell me how good I am. Okay. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> bring your super chats in, then I will read it out. Patrick <laughs> Riley says, It was a good move for Kent. The Duncan move to Italy is odd, though. I'm not sure we'll ever really hear from again. I think it is a good move for Kent, isn't it? And it's one. Rangers obviously wanted him. He obviously wanted to go there. <laughs> One sec. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bear in mind that you can't read absolutely yeah. everything, Sai. Um, Ryan Kent obviously wanted to go there and it looks like Rangers have found the money for him at the end of the window. Gerard wanted him, so yeah, I think that is a good move for Kent. Ben Pryor gave us another £2 to say, Ben, Pelly, ben Kelly didn't pay me to do this. Yeah, Defend who did? Who shit. did, Ben? And you don't need to do a super chat, just answer us in the, in the chat as well, because someone's paying you. I'll wait, because it's going to be about 45 seconds, so I'm not going to go completely silent on you. Um, but listen, you know, we have nearly finished the show now. We will wait for your reply, Ben, because I find it quite interesting. I want to know who is paying you to say this nice stuff, because I know, Ben, 
um, really well, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. So <laughs> there you go. He wouldn't <laughs> sit next to me on the couch before. I, I didn't, I didn't want to, to yeah, be honest yeah. with you. Um, no, I'm only messing around. Uh, so there you go. That has been the show. Uh, thank you, of course, the Athletic for partnering up with us over the next few months. Thank you very much for getting involved and, <laughs> and your typing your comments and your super chats, Ben's mom. Really I'll be back next week. You, if you um, want to save your menus until then, yeah, feel free. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to Red Men News if you're here for the first time, click that notification bell, and we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.